listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast. Together again in person. Yes. I'm John. This is Tiny. Hello. We are COVID-free. I just tested negative a few hours ago. Tiny is negative. I had to go an extra week. I went uh, Monday, which would have been like not this past Monday, but Monday before yeah. by the time this comes out. Yeah. Still positive. We I had to quarantine for five more days. There's a part of me that really would have loved to have been the reason Good Rich shut down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would have been the cause of it is all. Is it because it's a union plant, John? Is that why you <laughs> want to shut down I'm Good Rich? I'm anti-union. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. We discussed this in text message, but the most bizarre thing out of all of the COVID is that you work with a friend of mine from mm-hmm. Fayette that we went to school together with. Yeah. Felicia, I didn't, I didn't know that y'all. I didn't know that y'all knew each other. Uh, I didn't know that you worked with her. I knew she worked at Goodrich. Yeah. And out of blue, she sent me a message on Facebook. It was like, "So you're the reason Tiny can't come to work." <laughs> yep. And I was like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry." <laughs> but yeah. So. uh Felicia, who is way too cool to ever work or mm-hmm. ever listen to this podcast. Yeah, she'll never hear this. But in case you do, I love you, and you're my favorite person on Facebook. No joke, my favorite person on Facebook. She posts the funniest stuff consistently out of all 1,300 friends I have. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was, That's saying something. Yeah. But I still kind of would have liked to have been the guy that shut down the entire plant. <laughs> like, there's a COVID outbreak. That yeah. would have been super spreader extreme. <laughs> I would have been proud of myself, honestly. But... I just had to be a good citizen and call and let you know that mm-hmm. I had it. Bang. Right as you were in the parking lot, I believe. I was in the parking lot yeah. fixing to go into work. Golly, man. I and, was so close to doing it. <laughs> and I got a phone, and I got I got that text message from you, and I called my boss. I was like, hey. I was like, my co-host is positive. <laughs> we recorded yesterday. What do I need to do? And he was like, well, did you wear a mask? And I was like, no. <laughs> no, I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to take my rights? <laughs> No, I didn't say that. I did say no, I didn't though. And he's like, "Well, then you can't, you can't come into work. Can't come into work." Mm-hmm. And then I got it. So, and then a, a few yeah. a couple of days later, I went and took a test, and yep, I had it. So. It's tough. That was my bad on that. I didn't mean <laughs> to give it to you, but still, if I could have shut down the whole plant, <laughs> that would have been amazing. That, I could have told my kids and grandkids about that. Hey guys. Your grandpappy one time got the coronavirus and shut down an entire plant. I, I, everybody got it because of me. But no, I'm kind of glad also that that didn't happen because there may have been somebody who died. So far, no one I've given it to has died. So credit to me. So just, is it just me and Deidre? Just you and Deidre okay. so far. Your kids yeah. managed to they managed to get out of it yeah. somehow, huh? They really stayed upstairs the whole time, mm-hmm. which we only have went upstairs in the past three or four days, and it was destroyed. I mean, <laughs> it was Capri Suns laying everywhere, all kind of stuff. And I thought Deidre, that almost killed Deidre more than the coronavirus did. So I spent uh, yesterday, New Year's Day, cleaning the floors upstairs. Yeah. And my moms came over and helped clean a lot, too. So we're finally getting back to uh, to a new normal at my house. Gotcha. Yeah. But... Anyways, we're here to talk about odd news. Yes. Enough about coronavirus. Everybody's tired of hearing us and and me giving coronavirus to you. So let's talk about my money. Yeah, let's talk about my money. <laughs> okay. Cocaine, Mitch. I want my money. <laughs> <laughs> so you want me to kick her off? Here? Yes, do it. 
All right. Mitch McConnell's home is vandalized following his blockage of a $2,000 stimulus check. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky, United States Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, cocaine Mitch as we lovingly (laughs) refer to him, uh, his Louisville home was vandalized early Saturday morning following his blocking of $2,000 stimulus checks to Americans. Messages like, Where's my money and other expletives (laughs) and other expletives uh, were written with spray paint across the front door and bricks of the Kentucky Republicans Highlands residence, which I would think you would live in like a gated neighborhood you couldn't break into or whatever. You would think that. This dude, I mean, maybe Kentucky doesn't have any of those. The pictures of his house, it's like he lives over here in Huntington Place. You know? (laughs) Well, maybe in Kentucky, that's like really, really nice. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Uh, McConnell said in a statement on Saturday morning that I've spent my career fighting for the First Amendment and defending peaceful protests. I appreciate every Kentuckian who is engaged in the democratic process whether they agree with me or not. This is different, he continued. Vandalism and the politics of fear have no place in our society. He concluded, my wife and I have never been intimidated by this toxic playbook. We just hope our neighbors in Louisville aren't too inconvenienced by this radical tantrum. So uh, so he's worried about other people being inconvenienced by his house getting, yeah, that's right, getting yeah. vandalized. No, neighbors, don't be scared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know they didn't touch your house <laughs> at all, but yeah, don't be a, don't be a scared guy. Yes, yeah. yeah. Also, we uh, they spelled money M U N N Y. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, people are a little upset. We're getting uh, what six hundred dollars. That's what I heard. Yeah. Six hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what I heard too. I hadn't really kept up with this round mm-hmm. of stimulus yet, and I know Trump came out and was like. Give him two thousand, yeah, and then he signed the bill for six hundred dollars. Right? Well, it's the same thing. I yeah. mean, you know, I I remember back when we got our twelve hundred dollars. Remember that? Yeah, oh yeah, well, forever ago. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're still living on. We, we went in on a tiger. Remember that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when that happened, Nancy Pelosi, who we're fixing to talk about here in a minute. She said that that was like crumbs. That's right. And that they should be ashamed of themselves because that's all they give them. Sure. But then the $600 stimulus is like, oh, this is going to help so many. This is going to end poverty. But speaking of Nancy Pelosi, yeah, her home was vandalized as well. Wow. Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco home was vandalized with graffiti and they took it up a notch, a severed pig's head. There we go. In San Francisco. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. I I didn't think they. I thought everybody was a vegan there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the new year brought a disturbing discovery at the San Francisco home of U.S. House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi, where early Friday morning, Vandal spray-painted her house and left a severed pig's head in front of her garage. The graffiti says, cancel rent. We want everything. There we go. Possibly referencing a coronavirus stimulus check. Well, I would, I would, think I would so. say that's a safe guess. Yeah. We're getting very close to busting out the guillotine for the for the rich and the politicians. That's a good point. Like both sides. <laughs> yes. You know? uh, San Francisco police say that they got the call about the incident around 2 a.m. on Friday. Speaker Pelosi was not at home. She was currently in Washington, D.C. Neighbors say that while they understand the frustration over politics on Capitol Hill and say this type of vandalism doesn't help resolve anything, I don't think that this is a useful way to go about it. 
And it's a terrible start to the new year when we are hoping for less anger and hatred than we, we've had to deal with for the last year, said Audrey Carlson, a neighbor of Speaker Pelosi. Uh, she was reached out to for comment, but uh, she they haven't heard back from her. She's so. eating ice cream. <laughs> yeah. she She's getting her trouble. hair done. Yeah, getting her hair done. <laughs> yes. Pelosi helped spearhead the passage of a bill last Monday to increase the $600 stimulus checks to 2000 with 275 members of the House of Representatives voting for the bill and 134 voting against it. That bill, which marked a rare instance when President Donald Trump and Democratic representatives were in agreement on a topic, has since been held up in the U.S. Senate by Republican Majority Leader Senator Mitch McConnell. Oh, Cocaine Mitch. So. Cocaine Mitch ain't signing it. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's not bringing it to the vote. But I'm just glad that it's both sides. Yeah. That so many Americans, we want to blame whoever's in power. Sure. And act like they're the they're the problem. It's not my party, it's your party. Yeah. When the the truth is the problem is both parties. Sure. It's partisan politics is the problem. Well, I mean, this just goes to show you that America's healing. We're getting back to normal. <laughs> yeah. We're just just hating all politicians <laughs> instead of our own side or your own side. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad. This shows a lot of progress. So. Yeah. There are no good guys in Washington, D.C. <laughs> no, really there are. There's none. It's, it's Not a sad one. thing to say. Yes. You know, our founding fathers came up with this amazing, brilliant representative democracy, a republic, and uh, implemented it. Constitution protects all of our rights and everything. Mm-hmm. And we've just kind of, over the years, just been like, eh, it don't really matter. And that's got us to where we are now, which are... They're handing out $600, acting like they're doing something really great. <laughs> and then they're giving, of course, this is like a spending bill. Yes. Uh, people forget. And they're giving all this money to all these different places. Yeah. I think it was, what, $10 million for gender studies mm-hmm. in Pakistan. Right. Which I think was to go, like, maybe uh, promote gender equality in Pakistan, which is a good thing. <laughs> right. Uh, we should all want that. But why doesn't Pakistan spend their money on that? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> so a lot of opium over there, right? <laughs> yes. You know? uh, so little things like that, you just look at it, you're like, ah, well, I guess we're back to normal And politics. all of this money, I mean, I hate to be the wet blanket into the party here, but all this money is being borrowed. Sure, from like, China. This is not money. Oh, and we give money we to produce. China too. Yes. People forget. <laughs> we give money to China too. We borrow money from China to give it back to them and pay interest on what we borrow as well. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> so brilliant. Yeah. I, I don't get it, but whatever. They won't ever elect me to be president. No. Or. In Congress or anything. Well, you couldn't get elected because you start saying this stuff that makes perfect sense to anyone who's <laughs> right. completed seventh grade economics class. Sure. And it's like anathema, yeah, you know? True. Yeah. No, they don't want people like me in there. You mean we're not going to be able to pay for... And really... For the, the, just, we're not going to be able... We're not going to have taxpayer money to study the effects of smoking on dogs? <laughs> well, think, Tiny, like if... If you get elected to the Senate, mm-hmm. Mr. Sullivan goes to Washington. Which would never happen. Right. But let's just say it did. You're one guy. And they're just going <laughs> to trample over everything you say. And we're going to keep electing the same people mm-hmm. for forever. And they're going to do the same stuff they've always done. And then we're just going to argue about it. And it's my suspicion that if you don't have some skeletons in your closet that they know about, yeah. you're not going to get on the committee to change the light bulbs sure. in the basement. You know. Well, to the Illuminati, I'm still open to join. <laughs> okay. 
And I'm willing to to do a lot of stuff. Well, so. you can join as soon as you eat that baby. I'm not eating that baby. Well, that's why you'll never be in the <laughs> Illuminati. Speaking of which, this is off the subject. <laughs> Have you seen the Linwood guy? Like, uh, he's a lawyer. He's who did he represent? I can't remember. Anyways, he's all in on uh, Chief Justice Roberts eating babies and going. To, oh, like, really? <laughs> going to Epstein's Island and everything. He's like full blown QAnon. And it's one of the greatest things I ever see. Yeah, huh. yeah he's all about. Wow. It. Yeah, okay. crazy. Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on to Girl Scouts. Talked about Girl Scouts <laughs> last week, but we need to talk about them again. They're causing trouble again. Well, this is what happens when you run up against a Boy Scout. Stories like this start <laughs> dropping in the news. <clears throat> Child labor in the palm oil industry tied to Girl Scout cookies. Mmm. They are two young girls from two very different worlds linked by a global industry that exploits an army of children. Olivia Chafin, a Girl Scout in rural Tennessee, was a top cookie seller in her troop when she first heard rainforests were being destroyed to make way for ever-expanding palm oil uh, plantations. On one of those plantations, a continent away, 10-year-old Ema helped harvest the fruit that makes its way into a dizzying array of products sold by leading Western food and cosmetics brands. Ema is among the estimated tens of thousands of children working alongside their parents in Indonesia and Malaysia, which supply 85% of the world's most consumed vegetable oil. An Associated Press investigation found most earn little or no pay and are routinely exposed to toxic chemicals and other dangerous conditions. So, uh, Olivia, who earned a badge for selling more than, guess how many boxes of cookies this girl sold? Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to go big and say 1,000. 600. Okay. Still impressive. Still impressive. A dollar for every uh, stimulus (laughs) dollar in that check. She spotted palm oil as an ingredient on the back of one of her package, but was relieved to see a green tree lo- lo- green tree logo next to the word certified sustainable. And she assumed that meant her thin mints and tagalongs weren't harming rainforests, orangutans, or those harvesting the orange red palm fruit. But later, the whip smart 11-year-old saw the word mixed in all caps on the label and turned to the internet. That's the problem with the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Quickly learning that it meant exactly what she feared, sustainable palm oil had been blended with oil from unsustainable sources. To her, that meant the cookies she were peddling was tainted. But they're only like part, they're only like mixed tainted though, right? Yeah, just partly (laughs) tainted. There's like, it's not all the little girls in South America. It's (laughs) just some of them. So Ema in Malaysia, or Indonesia, uh, she worked 12 hours a day wearing only flip-flops and no gloves, crying when the fruit's razor-sharp spikes blooded her hands or when scorpions stung her fingers. Mm. The loads she carried sometimes were so heavy she would lose her footing, and went. they all went to one of the meals that were, that were feeding into the supply chain of Olivia's cookies. So uh, it goes on. This is a really long ar- article mm-hmm. about this. I just wanted to make the joke that when you mess up with the Boy Scouts, this is what you get. <laughs> Next thing uh, you know, the your Girl Scout cookies, they're being... Slave labor, child labor. <laughs> yes. Basically, this girl's getting stung on her fingers so you can with nothing eat thin but, mints. With nothing but flip-flops and gloves. Well, looks. let's all admit, those Samoa cookies are top-notch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Top-notch. 
And I mean, we don't want the price of Girl Scout cookies to go no, up, do we? No, not at all. <laughs> They're already expensive. <laughs> <laughs> on a serious note, I read a book once called A Culture of Make-Believe. I still have it if you would like to borrow it, but it's the most depressing book I've ever read in my oh, wow. entire life. Okay. And it is a study about how Americans consume all these products mm-hmm. from everywhere that are all basically done on the backs of exploited labor and mm-hmm. everything else. And we just never even, we just make believe. We don't know. Well, yeah, we... Or if we know, we just make believe that it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So we still feel good about ourselves. And uh, this is basically the same case here. Now, that book, shout out to Teresa. I don't know if she listens to this. She used to work for me, uh, let me borrow, or gave me that book. And (laughs) did she let you borrow it and you just kept it? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I did. (laughs) Never let me borrow anything, okay? Uh Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it really opened my eyes to like, hey, man, there's a whole world out there that supports basically Western living, and uh, we just don't care about it. You know? <laughs> right. Same thing. I'm going to eat Samoas as soon as they come to my house, and I will not care about this 12-year-old girl <laughs> oh, getting stung man. by scorpions. I don't care That's just how Americans are. Well, what can you do? I mean, you can start, I guess you can try to buy stuff that's made in the USA, but they're probably still getting parts sure. or materials, like yeah. raw materials from other places yeah, that, absolutely. that use these, yeah. uh, how would we say, unethical? Look, it just came out this week that Apple's number one supplier, you know, is using mm-hmm. slave labor or whatever. Everybody's listening to this on an iPhone. Or not everybody, but a lot of people listen to this on the iPhone. Well, are it- you going to turn your iPhone in? <laughs> Well, is Android any better? <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, what can you get? That's what I say. But I don't know. What can you get if you don't? Say, say. I have no idea. Let's say I wake up tomorrow and I'm like, you know what? I, I really need to be a better person. And what I really want to do is virtue signal to all my leftist sure, friends. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to, I'm, I'm not using any products that's not fair trade. I don't want any like slave monkeys picking my bananas or whatever. People I, forget about the <laughs> monkey slaves. I don't want. I don't want like the rainforest burning down. What does that leave me with? Like, what can I consume? Uh, just basically what you grow and make on your own, I guess. I don't know. But even then, like, I got to go to the co-op and get fertilizer, or, sure. or I got to get a post hole digger. Well, that yeah. Chinese one is like five dollars. Well, you see what I'm saying? Like, I know. like how can you? How can we escape this? How can I we have make no it better? Idea. I don't have any answers. Right? Yeah. That's all I know is I don't have any answers. I did email that dude <laughs> that wrote that book one time. Yeah. His name was Derek Jensen. Mm-hmm. And uh the super out left field guy, right? Yeah. Well, I emailed him. I was like, hey man, I don't even remember what the subject of the email was, but basically I was just like, hey man, you know, I read your book and mm-hmm. it opened my eyes in a lot of ways. And, you know, I think it's very interesting that you've devoted a portion of your life to this. Then he wrote me back, thank you. Oh, I remember he was talking about Noah. No, like Noah, the Noah's Ark story and how Okay. You know, he was punished, or his kids were punished for walking in on drunk Noah and all that. Yeah. And I was trying to like... What does that have to do with the... Oh, it was just a part in the book. Oh, okay, know? okay. But uh, I was just trying to like explain like, hey, you know, hey, here's what I think about this. Mm-hmm. And 
Anyways, he was like, hey, thanks for your opinion and everything. I was like, well, look, man, if you're ever in Alabama, you know, <laughs> come and look me up in Tuscaloosa. We'll go eat some barbecue, you know? <laughs> and he emailed me back. I was like, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last I ever heard out of can, it. Can we get him on the show? I don't know. I can, eat, I can try to find that email <laughs> again. Him, let's get him on the show and talk about this. Yeah. Like, well, what are we supposed to do? Well, no one's going to like this idea, especially you, but maybe the unions could back up and go to these other countries <laughs> and organize these uh, little kids out there in their flip-flops. I hate and the- then, like, the now now the, the price on your Amazon card is going to be $2,000. Sure. Well, I hate to break it to you, Tiny, but the reason they're going to these other countries is because there are no unions. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they can make a greater profit. <laughs> yeah. So... Where they could pay uh, Eva here $5 a day. That's a lot of money in her world. Mm-hmm. If Tiny were to go over there and start working on the palm oil plant, he's going to need $25 an hour to do that. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. But what's the better business decision? Uh, yeah, absolutely. If you're beholden to your stockholders, mm-hmm. what's the better business decision? Yeah, but see, but that's my point is, like, how are we going to fix this? Well, you know, socialism is the answer. <laughs> Okay, we have to seize the means of production, (laughs) Tiny. All right. Well, here's the problem with socialism. (laughs) You have one teeny tiny group at the top that seizes the means of production and everything, and then they just enrich themselves. Historically speaking. Sure, yeah. Pretty much every case, right? It looks great on paper, okay? Listen, all you socialists out there listening to this, and I know there's a lot of them who are, (laughs) because I have conversations with y'all on Discord about it. It looks great, okay? Yeah. Looks great. Excellent on paper. There's one thing it don't account for, and that's human greed. Yeah. You know? And think about it. What if you, John Long, what if I gave you all the authority in, like, all the world, uh-huh. and you can Please do, do whatever you want? Please do. I can't. But let's, <laughs> how long does it take you to become, like, a tyrant who just, you know? I don't know that I would ever become a tyrant. I would become unbelievably rich now, <laughs> but I don't know that I would become a tyrant to the degree of like Pol Pot or right. uh, Stalin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, everybody loves to throw Stalin out there, right? <laughs> he killed a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. Don't disagree with Stalin. That's all you need to know <laughs> back then. But uh, I would definitely change a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Oh. I would change a whole lot of things. <laughs> We're going to be getting rid of all y'all's lotteries, okay? <laughs> There's going to be no dancing, no drinking, no doping. <laughs> Except for me. Except for me. <laughs> and that's and the my problem friends. with socialism. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll pay for your, for your health care. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a horrible idea if we could figure out a good way to do it here in the U.S. Yeah, that's, but, a, that's a good point. I'm with you on yeah. there. I mean, I think things like... Uh, Free health care, even free education to a certain degree, would only benefit society in, to a large degree. The problem with the U.S. is we can't even pay like our post office. You know, like we shut right. down post offices and stuff. So well, we're just too we're, dumb to figure it out. Well, it's because we need that new aircraft carrier. <laughs> That's right. That's why. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we do spend a lot of money on, on our military. And, we, and you know what? We need a good, strong military. Well, I mean, now but... that Biden's back in office, we'll get to use it some more. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, basically, we've put on the shelf for the last four years. We've just been stockpiling. Oh, we got to get rid of these man. bombs. Jacqueline's I feel gonna... sorry for any country that's got oil. We're coming. <laughs> We're coming. Okay? Jacqueline's going to love this episode. <laughs> We're coming. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess the last thing I'm going to say about this is, uh, like you, 
I don't have the answers either. I know there's a lot of things that could be better and a lot of things that should be better, uh, but I don't. I def- certainly don't know how to. No. Do well, that. I will say, in my opinion, there has never been an economic system that lifted more people out of poverty than capitalism has. Now, capitalism right. has a ton of faults. It's got its own problems, too. Yes. Absolutely. Right. But if you look at, say, the poverty line in the United States and mm-hmm. where we have it and who are below it, it, by a large degree, the people who are below it are well off compared to the worldwide poverty scale. Right. And that goes across governments that are communists or economic systems that are communist, socialist, mm-hmm. uh, free market capitalism, whatever. We've done it. We've done a lot. Now we've been very blessed. A lot of that because we got good real estate here in the U.S. and we have a lot of resources too. So that, and we have the children of the world. Yes. making our products sure. for cheap. Well, once we figured out we could go global, you know, <laughs> yeah, and we just started shutting down American factories and letting children of the world. Get our palm oil, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's just how we do it here. <laughs> yeah. We can make a little better profit. Uh, well, anyway, moving on to this next story. How about this? A pharmacist is arrested after he allegedly allowed more than 500 vaccine doses to spoil. Oh, wow. Uh, a pharmacist at a Wisconsin hospital has been arrested and accused of intentionally removing more than 500 doses of coronavirus vaccine from refrigeration last week knowing that the vaccines would be rendered useless and that the people receiving them would think they were protecting against the virus when they were not. The police department in Grafton, Wisconsin, said Thursday. Wow. Uh, I can't believe they arrest you for that. (laughs) You know? Like, I'm not saying I agree with what he did or anything, (laughs) but that seems a little steep to get arrested for, right? Well, I mean, if you if you go over someone's, I don't know how much this was worth. I mean, I would well, imagine look, that. Here's what I would say, Tiny. All right, you working at the tire plant, okay? Yeah. You mess up and you ruin a tire. Are they gonna come arrest you for it? If that tire kills somebody, they might. Well, okay, all right, that's a good point. Okay, <laughs> but I'm talking about like if they find in production, okay, Tiny screwed up. Yes, you, you know, I know you. Which know, has I'm, never happened before. Sure, of course, you're like a great hundred percent every time. <laughs> Yeah, they're not going to come arrest you, right. you know? Okay, that's all I'm saying. Well, anyway, uh, the hospital administered some of the doses before realizing that they had been spoiled. The ho- the hospital system said, <laughs> like, hey, they're still a little warm. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that supposed to be cold? Oh, this feels like room temperature. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yep, that's gone bad. <laughs> hey, smell this. Yeah, that's ruined. That's ruined right there. <laughs> The pharmacist, a man whom the police did not name, was arrested and recommended charges of first-degree recklessly endangering safety. That's a mouthful. Wow. Uh, Also, adultering a prescription drug and criminal damage of property, all of these being felonies. Wow. He's being held at the Akazi County Jail. It was not clear what his motive may have been. The police department is investigating the incident along with federal the Federal Bureau of Investigations. We've got the FBI oh, in on okay. this. Well, we got uh, Mulder and Scully down there taking a look at this. We we know how reliable the FBI has been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're going to get they're going to get right on this after they deal with the uh, Hunter Biden <laughs> well, emails. <laughs> they probably have a dossier that tells them all about this. <laughs> Uh, this this article goes on and on, but uh, basically it just says that uh, this guy, he purposefully ruined 500 doses. We don't know why. Th- it could have been because he's one of these vaccines are going to, you know, put yeah, 5G in, AI in your brain or something, you know, but yeah. we don't know. Well, that's, 
like that's what I would like to find out. Like, was he intentionally like screwing up <laughs> with the like because he hates the beast or Or was he like, uh, hey, there ain't any room for my thermos in the freeze freezer here. <laughs> And he's like pulled him out, set him on the counter. It's like I'm gonna put him back in in just a second. I say to quick chill this beer. Eight minutes, it'll be fine, you know. And but then he gets a phone call. Yeah, right. And and then he has comes to check his Facebook. Right. <laughs> he turns around. He's like, well, I guess I better just go on to hand these out. You know? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I want to know. Because I, I could, if the first thing is what happened, which is what I would say, number one, if they arrested me, no matter what. I pulled about by accident, got busy, phone rang, <laughs> had people ask me questions. I completely forgot about it. It's on me. I'll reimburse the hospital or whatever. Right. Y'all take it out of my paycheck. <laughs> well, okay. Let's move on to more science. Okay. Uh, immediate, this comes from TMZ.com. <laughs> Leading science. science. <laughs> Let's all agree, TMZ is more accurate than just about any other news <laughs> agency out there, right? You know what? They think, get it right all the time. I think you have to admit that, yeah. <laughs> what we a laugh. sad state of affairs. We laugh because they're typically talking about Justin Bieber's dog or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, they usually are pretty pretty accurate. This is a kind of short article. You could check the links because there's a video in it, but uh, it says, uh, take a seat, kids. We've got bad news about those icicles you've been sucking on every winter and it won't go down easy. Okay. Uh-oh. Now, we don't get a whole lot of icicles <laughs> no. down here, but up north, I know y'all do. Actually, Iowa meteorolog- meteorologist, 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 <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm just too country for Meteorologist. <laughs> Katie Nicolou is the real party pooper here because after seeing social media clips of folks chomping on icicles, she had to speak up. She had to ruin it. You That's mean. right. She works at uh, KMEG in Sioux City, Iowa, and she's imploring people to break their icicle habit unless, of course, they're into eating bird poop. Check out her very scientific and stomach-turning explanation of the frozen treat. It says, the good news for Katie is her advice is spreading quickly, courteous of, courtesy of TikTok and Twitter, and time will tell, though, if anyone actually gives a crap or eats it. <laughs> so you have to watch the video to hear her explain how it mm-hmm. all is. But I was always told on those rare occasions with their icicles is like, hey, don't eat them. They've been hanging on the gutter. You right. Know? Like, what do you think's on the gutter? Mm-hmm. Track, you know, we end up there cleaning all that off all the time. So that's what I was told when I was a kid. I'm curious, is this her hypothesis or has she done an experiment and actually like has some have some evidence to back this up? Well, let's be honest, I haven't watched the video. <laughs> okay. Uh, there'd be a little more info in the article. Just found the headline. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure she she's a scientist, right? We have right. to believe science. <laughs> we do. Right. We so, have to listen to the scientists. Exactly. We have to. That'll get you a round of applause if you're Joe Biden. That'll <laughs> right. get you elected president, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Yeah. Right. He's officially president. Now, I mean, I can't take He's office. president-elect. Right. Well, yes. I've seen all the signs he got made up at Office Depot or whatever. The <laughs> office of president. There is no office of president-elect, right? I don't know. No, there's not. Okay, I there's not. I answered that for you. No, there's not. I mean, if he's, he just made it up, if he has an office and he's in there, then technically, then that's well, the office true. of the president. There's elect, no right? official position. I got you. Of yeah. Office of president elect until just a president now. elect. Yeah, until now, where you're just like, hey, I'm making myself <laughs> seem more official here. Well, you know, 
he probably wouldn't have done that if Trump hadn't spent the last several months saying he's illegitimate. Look, there are still people out there that think Trump's going to pull off some kind of, (laughs) like, Hail Mary Supreme Court decision that's going to make him president. You know what? Part of me is like, you know what, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> come, even care. come what may. Yeah, I don't even if care that happens, though, there, you know what, there may be a civil war. Sure. And I'm just going to sit on my front porch and laugh that this country <laughs> is willing to kill each other over whether Donald Trump or Joe <laughs> Biden is the president. That's true. Well, if there is a civil war, I will not be participating. Leave me out yeah. of it. I don't, I'm Switzerland. Leave me out of <laughs> yes. it. I don't care enough to die about this issue, okay? <laughs> At my address, Tiny's the president. So, <laughs> Look, last time we had a civil war, 600,000 people died, okay? <laughs> yes. so, and there wasn't as many people to go around back no, then either. Uh-uh. So. Yeah, and that was back when they just saw your leg off, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right there on the battlefield. <laughs> Hand your rifle back to you to get back at it. That's just a little over double the COVID deaths. That's true. <laughs> they would be like that's two true. COVIDs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, civil war. I don't want, I don't want a civil war. I, don't I know either. there's a lot of like my overweight middle-aged friends that are like, I'm ready for, you know, <laughs> me and my patriot buddies or whatever. And well, I'm you like, know what? That, are y'all sure about that? That's a lot of fun to say yeah. when you're sitting on the tailgate drinking a cold one with yeah. your buddies around right. the campfire. But something tells me that when the, when the hot launching, lead started whizzing by your ear, it's not cool no more. When somebody's launching homemade <laughs> mortars into your hunting yes. camp you know, out in the middle of the woods, not going to be so much fun. When a bunch of teenagers break into your house and like <laughs> rape your wife and murder your children, yeah. it's not fun no more. Yeah, not fun at all. No. Of course, they all think they're going to overpower them with firearms and stuff. You know, but I'm like, hey. Other people have guns too. <laughs> yes. You know, like this is the United States. Everybody there's, has a gun. There's plenty of guns to go around. <laughs> right. Even the people who hate them. Yeah. Right. According to the stats, there's a pretty good chance they've got one too. <laughs> exactly right. They just want a virtue signal on social media, but they probably got one also. Right. That's why I've always asking the folks to get their guns taken up. I'll call on everybody. <laughs> Better odds for me. Right. <laughs> yes. But I don't have any. I lost them all in a boat next. <laughs> yeah. You first. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Here to my last story. King's Hawaiian sued for not actually making its sweet rolls in Hawaii. Oh, okay. I for one am outraged. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this is a this is not a frivolous lawsuit. <laughs> yes. Uh, contrary to popular belief, King's Hawaiian sweet rolls. Have you ever had uh, sweet rolls? Oh, oh, they're good. Yeah. yeah, I got a pack of them in the pantry at the house. Oh man, they're delicious. My mom brought them when we had a coronavirus. We've been nibbling <laughs> on them. Thomas will eat a whole thing of them. You got to hide them from it. He loves them. <laughs> uh, King's Hawaiian sweet rolls are not actually made in Hawaii, and now a New York resident is suing the makers, claiming that he was misled into buying the rolls. So he, he only buy wants them from Hawaii. Only straight Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> in the class action lawsuit, Robert Galinsky, the plaintiff, said that the back label notes that the popular bread product is manufactured in Torrance, California. Well, there you go. That's pretty much California. That's pretty much Hawaii, right? <laughs> said, but it says it right there on the yeah. It, it says it right on the packaging. On the yes, yeah. it's on the packaging. But he said that the front packaging prominently features Hero Hawaii, leading people to believe that the bread is actually from there. Which maybe that's marketing. I mean, if you're an idiot, <laughs> if you don't read the small print, I mean, and who don't read the small print on the back of everything we buy? Well, hell, I don't like who. All right, if you're listening to this, call in to this show and let me know. 
if you thought they were producing massive amounts of sweet rolls on the Hawaiian <laughs> islands and shipping them to places like Alabama and they're still being fresh and they cost like $4 a pack. <laughs> Tell me you didn't hey, believe $4 that. $4 ain't cheap, dude. Yeah, well, <laughs> you think they're going mean, to gonna have to overnight them to get them here. Your cost is going to go way up. <laughs> uh, Galinsky said in the lawsuit that Kings Hawaiian, quote, is the leading seller of Hawaiian rolls and essentially invented this category of food. Wow. He lists other lawsuits that King's Hawaiian Holding Company filed against competitors to prevent the marketing of Hawaiian rolls. Sure. Which you're going to protect your intellectual yeah, property. Exactly. Right? You ain't going to let nobody jump in on that. Uh, according to the website, King's Hawaiian history dates back to the 1950s when Robert Tierra first opened the business in Hilo Roberts Bakery. It later expanded to Honolulu, where it was renamed King's Bakery. Eventually, the business moved to Torrance, California, as King's Hawaiian Bakery continues to wholesale its famous sweet bread nationwide. Yeah. Uh, this is not the first time a company is facing a lawsuit over Hawaii representations. Kona Brewing and Hawaiian Host have also been sued for similar reasons. What about Hawaiian Punch? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, now that you say that, I bet Hawaiian punch isn't made in Hawaii. <laughs> I bet it isn't. <laughs> what about sunbeam bread? It's not made on a sunbeam. <laughs> yeah. What about, oh, man, let me think of one. I don't want to have one. <laughs> <laughs> What's the bread they make here? Now, you know, it used to be Flowers Bakery. Oh. It's like Dave's Dave's famous, famous bread? Yeah, Dave's It's not really bread. made by famous Dave. Yeah, Dave ain't in there <laughs> making that bread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not sitting in Tuscaloosa off corner of 15th Street making bread. <laughs> Let's just start suing everybody. <laughs> yeah. We got to... Well, we McDonald's, need, we they, they say law. billions are served daily, but yeah. they don't murder no billion cows, do they? <laughs> they do. Yeah, absolutely, they <laughs> oh, do. They do. Okay. <laughs> they get a lot of burgers from one cow. I thought they were made out of like some other kind of fake meat. I have no idea. Everybody's always like, you should watch you know, this that tells you how all McDonald's stuff's really made. I'm like, no. Why would I want to do that? Because <laughs> John loves McDonald's. Yeah, I love McDonald's. You trying <laughs> to ruin it for me? Like, don't rain on my parade. <laughs> Those people are the worst. That's just like that lady who's telling kids that uh, bird poops in their popsicle. Exactly. Just let the kids eat bird poop. What's going to happen to it? What's the worst that can happen? Well, you're going to get bird flu. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's Remember a, when that was a thing? That's, that's a not a thing point. no more. Yeah, but. no, bird flu went away real quick. But that was our last pandemic, wasn't it? Was it the bird uh, flu or was it SARS? No, it was it was swine flu. Swine, swine flu was flu. our last one. Yeah. People forget we've had a lot of pandemics. <laughs> yes. You know? This was just a little bit worse than some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we didn't listen to scientists, of course, <laughs> you know, telling us to not wear a mask and then wear a mask. And, <laughs> you know, it's going to, the virus lives for 80 days on the surface to it's going to, it lives. It's just, it's very, it's confusing in the beginning. Let's all admit mm-hmm. it was very confusing. Nobody knew what to do. But now that Biden's president, <laughs> he's, got, he's got it all worked out. <laughs> okay. I got one more story, right? Yes. All right, so let's talk about Tiny's favorite company, Tesla, right? <laughs> I do like Tesla. I don't know if it's my favorite. Oh, yeah? But I do like it a lot. Well, I know you're a big uh, Elon Musk Elon fan. Musk. Guy. I am a total Elon Musk fanboy. Yeah. You can actually listen to this article. It's, it has a link here. You can listen to it if you're hearing impaired. For all our hearing impaired listeners, <laughs> Helen Keller, if we hadn't ran off for everybody. All, for all, yes. All of our hearing impaired listeners <laughs> who are listening to this podcast right now. We didn't run you off in the Helen Keller show. Uh, you can listen. <laughs> if we didn't if we didn't turn them off, Time Magazine finished them off. That's right. Yes. <laughs> 
Tesla's new boombox feature will let car owners fart at unsuspecting neighbors. Now, see, why wouldn't Tesla not be your favorite company when they roll out a feature like that? Well, look, you could do this with the PA system with a CB radio back when I was in high school. This ain't nothing new, okay? You it's nothing that. new, but he just made this easy That's right, for yeah. people. And he gave it to them without them asking for it. He saw a need, and he provided the answer without even being asked. Tesla's new holiday update will finally give people the ability to use a new boombox mode, which can broadcast custom audio on the outside of a car. Problematic considering the bomb that went off in Nashville <laughs> that are broadcasting. We didn't even talk about that. Nope, yeah, nope. that's right. There was a bomb that detonated yeah. on Christmas in Well, Nashville. everybody knows that was the deep state, right? Because <laughs> they were, had Dominion voting boxes there to audit them, right? Well, it was one dude, and I haven't heard a motive yet. Have you? No, uh, we'll never get a motive. <laughs> okay. We, we never got a motive for the dude that shot up Las Vegas. No, we didn't. Yeah. I mean, that but, just went away. But, I mean, that dude, he killed a lot of people. This yeah. guy, he tried not to kill he anyone didn't want to but kill himself. Anybody, right? Yeah. He just wanted to blow up Nashville for some <laughs> reason. So. It's weird. I hate the Titans, too. No, I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> I actually like the Titans. <laughs> But yeah, the, the Las Vegas thing just went away. People quit talking about it. Yeah. That dude just like shot up a country concert, which I get it. It ain't Waylon Jennings and Merle Haggard. I get it. But yeah, people just quit talking about it. Also, we never saw any uh, video surveillance, did we? Did they ever release so. any footage of it? I don't think so. I don't think they did either. Yeah. No. Huh. No, something's fishy with that. I was telling you. Yeah. I mean, my conspiracy antennas <laughs> are up on the Las Vegas shooting. <laughs> right. Not really so much on this bombing thing, because... Mm-hmm. Well, you know. we, we don't have enough blood for this latest one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If, there were, if people had gotten hurt or if oh, there had yeah. been like a lot of people dead, then yeah. this would be all over the news. Sure. But. Well, anyways, <laughs> so as is common with new Tesla features, Boombox combines real utility with lowbrow humor. Owners can use fart and goat sounds in lieu of normal, boring, honking sounds that car horns usually make. Huh. So you could program your car horn. Mm-hmm. I guess to do whatever. To say whatever, yeah. yeah. I'd be doing uh, General Lee, you know. <laughs> That's Ta-ta. problematic, John. Is it? <laughs> the name. Well, yeah, the General Lee. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They took it off TV. How wild is that? We took the Dukes of Hazard off of TV. Well, that, I mean, that's what you get when you put a, yeah, a put Confederate a red flag, flag on, on your car. Yeah. That's what you no, get. No, I get it. But it was a great show. Loved, <laughs> loved by Americans of all racial backgrounds mm-hmm. for many years. Anyways, Waylon Jennings, too, did the theme song for it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, the mode rolled out with a number of other updates part of Tesla's firmware 2020.48.26 update for all the nerds nice. out there. The Tesla fans have eagerly anticipated all this update uh, in the new mode, which can be seen at uh, the timestamp section of the video below. Once again, a video in the article. Several sounds are available for Tesla owners through the toy box section, which they can use in place of a regular horn. Goat buying, applause, a little ta-da clip, someone speaking posh, and of (laughs) course, the fart. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. What would you put on your horn? Oh, man. I would, well, during football season, it would definitely be uh, the Alabama fight song. Yeah. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, And then... um, I don't know, like uh, during the political season, it would have probably been uh, Toby Keith's. <laughs> What's that? 
<laughs> I'll Statue put a boot in your <laughs> yes, yeah. that one. Okay, I'd have had that during, and then uh, let me see what else. Uh, during the summertime, I would probably uh, maybe a little Beach Boys. Okay. I'd be okay. I'd have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Although I don't blow my horn a whole lot. So I rarely blow my horn. I would probably blow my horn yeah. a lot more if I could oh, yeah. make it do whatever I wanted if it I to do. If I had the Dixie, you know, like the General Lee, if <laughs> yeah. I had that on there, I would blow my horn all the time. <laughs> Picking my kids up from school, dropping my kids <laughs> off for school. <laughs> Maybe I should look into getting a horn like that for my Avalon. Like, how bizarre would that be? <laughs> I was like, you could just get a Tesla. I don't know. I can't afford a Tesla. Uh. Well, I, I, I okay. drive a 15-year-old <laughs> car. I, I will say that the Teslas, like their base models, are not as expensive as you would think. Oh, yeah? No, they're, I mean, they are. But, like, remember that that truck, that fancy truck? Uh-huh. I think he was going to, he was, those were going to start at, like, $80,000, which is a lot of money. But yeah. when you think of, like, a Tesla, yeah. you know, that's... That's, that's, that's affordable to uh, lower wealthy people. <laughs> like, well, like yeah. Tuscaloosa Rich could, yeah. could afford oh, that. Oh, yeah, the, the 35406 area <laughs> yes. code. Yeah. They could, somebody in Hoover could afford that. <laughs> Blake Bortles, who's a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure who he played for this year. Maybe it was Denver. But anyways, he, was a, he, he started for the Jaguars forever. Then he got traded to L.A. Well, he ordered a Tesla mm-hmm. when he got out there. His plan was to quit chewing tobacco, he wouldn't have to go to the gas station to get gas anymore. <laughs> and he was online, he was just fooling around and, you know, selecting all his features mm-hmm. and uh, finished it. And they, you know, he wasn't really intended on buying it. He was just checking he was it just out. Goofing off. Yeah. And, you know, it, that was like his idea. He was like, oh, if I got an electric car, I would never have to go to the gas station or have any reason to buy any Levi Garrett or whatever. Mm-hmm. Makes said, perfect sense. He said he like clicked a button and, <laughs> and accidentally bought it. <laughs> they immediately got a call from Tesla. It was like, thank you so much for your purchase. <laughs> we'll have it delivered in three weeks or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So he, he got him a Tesla. One thing that's neat about Tesla is they do roll out like, well, like any kind of tech company, they roll out all these updates. But all these updates always have neat stuff, like the yeah. farting car horn. Yeah. There was an update that came out that let your car like do the ballet. Oh yeah, yes. Huh. And um, you know now they're known for like their autopilot mode, but that was originally released in an update too. Like people were asking him, "Hey, when are you going to give us like you know self driving cars yeah. on the interstate?" And he was like, "Well, the last firmware update that came out should you, know, you should have it now." So wow. it's pretty neat. Do you want a car you have to update? If it'll let my car horn fart, then yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it just like I never update my phone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I just know I would never update a car if I have one. Uh-huh. And I'd be running on like version 1.0. <laughs> Like, but what if you look on your phone and you see that the latest ep- update has a, like a jetpack mode on it? Are you going to update it then? I'm maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I never look, though. That's right. the thing. I never, ever look. Yeah. My phone has been telling me for months it's time I'm doing update. And you're just like, never. I was like, no, you can't make me. That's <laughs> how they get you, Tiny. <laughs> it takes you 20 minutes. I can't go 20 minutes without checking Facebook. No, everybody knows when you update your phones when they start slowing it down and your battery life goes bad. Everybody <laughs> Sometimes, knows Sometimes, yeah. No, everybody. That's everybody, <laughs> We all know that. Right. So I just hang tight with my version whatever was on there. Because <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it works. works just fine. Well, something else that works fine. We got to talk about Cajun Curl, though. Yeah. The world 
famous Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order their spice right there on the website. My mom says she was getting low earlier. Oh, no. Yeah. And I told my dad, like, hey, you need to get it for the store. And he's like, well, I got a guy that distributes spices and stuff. I need to check to see if he can get it. So I don't know. Cur- uh, Squirrel might want to hit Eddie up. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, Girl Scout cookies, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice will change your life. That's no joke. I'm not even exaggerating one bit. It's so good. Check them out at CajunCurl.com where you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice and you'll also find recipes there that will blow your mind. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, Ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bible's Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10. That's EOP and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, we got any reviews this week? You know, I hadn't checked. <laughs> well, I know for a fact we got one. Okay. We got a Podchaser review. All right. For people who are not on iPhone, if you're on Android or, or other stuff, there are there's not a ton of ways, but there are some other ways to leave us reviews. And one of those is a website called podchaser.com. It is the IMDB of podcast, which lets podcasters feel, you know, <laughs> maybe a tad bit more famous, even though we're not. Yeah. But anyway, this comes from Sandy P and it's five stars. I commend John on guilting me just like my pastor would into leaving a review. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes, that's why we do it. <laughs> That being said, I love you guys, and you're part of my weekly routine. P.S. Nicole made me write this. Okay. So special thanks to Nicole's older sister yeah. for leaving this review on Podchaser. Thank you so much. Yeah, and shout out to Nicole for helping lay on the guilt. That's yes. a very Baptist thing to do, too. You know? Yes. <laughs> People ganging up with guilt is the Baptist way. Jesus went to the cross for you. Now, what are you willing to do for Earth Oddity <laughs> Podcasts? Right. All they ask is you leave a review, yeah. and it's free. It is free. <laughs> it costs you nothing. <laughs> Just like salvation, okay? <laughs> Preach. <laughs> oh, we kid. But seriously, thank you so much, Sandy P., for leaving us a review on Pod Chaser. Yeah, I really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the salvation is free. That's 100% true, by the <laughs> yes. way. Yes. It's free, but it'll cost you everything, John. <laughs> you can't drink or dance <laughs> or play the lottery anymore. <laughs> At least if you're Southern Baptist. Yeah. In Alabama and other Southern Baptists are around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So we got uh, anything, any iTunes? Nope, no iTunes oh, reviews. Okay. I think I read them all last week. So all right. we're good. Well, we got one coming. Guy messaged me on Twitter and was like, hey, oh. I left y'all a review, but it hadn't posted yet. So yeah. we'll look forward to that iTunes next week. Is I guess. slow. Yeah, it post. takes a while. So yeah. 
Yeah, and I hadn't got an update from that company that shows all our reviews. They yeah. emailed me. iTunes uh, may be shadow banning us. That's right. Because we keep calling them iTunes. We refuse to call them Apple Podcasts. That's right. <laughs> that's true. What a, you know, everybody on Facebook, so like, you know, leave a review before iTunes takes it down. <laughs> <Yes. You know? laughs> iTunes don't want you to see this. Before the deep state takes <laughs> us down. <right. laughs> They're censoring us. <laughs> Well, we've also got some questions. Oh, yeah. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. I always forget we have this segment. (laughs) It's a great segment. It is, I guess. I think it is. Join our Discord. You can ask me questions. And John will answer them correctly. That's the only... Well, I I never go in nerd chat, and I never (laughs) go into the John's questions because I like to have them fresh for me. Yeah. I I just want to come straight off the spine with my answers. (laughs) All right. <coughs> Excuse me. That's coronavirus. Got I know you, it's buddy. still it's still around. Uh, tested g- negative. Yeah. Whoever gave that to you? Golly, <laughs> what a sorry person. Stan writes: Choose five things to take to an island in the middle of an Indian Ocean. Which I guess a question would be: What five things would you take? But yeah. Anyway, what would they be? Um, I would take a tarp, mm-hmm. a flint and steel, a hatchet, mm, rope, mm-hmm. and food. Okay. All right. No satellite phone. No satellite phone. I would take a sat phone so I could. Do you want to be rescued? Yeah. No. I thought that was the point. No, if I had an island to myself, <laughs> no. I just need a little bit to get me by until I can establish, you know, like a farming system and everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, D. Hendrick 26 asks, what's the easiest slash best way to potty train a boy? Okay. I would say, number one, get him to pee outside. <laughs> Guys okay. love to pee outside. You need to tell them. If you're like neighborhood, a lot, like my houses are so close together, we probably couldn't do it. But, at the but old fortunately, house all be, your kids are potty trained yeah, by right. now. They're all yeah. potty trained by now. But I would go, all right, boys, when you got to pee, let me know. We'll go out and pee on the tree in the yard. Mm-hmm. And they thought that was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> and so that got them to start recognizing, hey, I need to pee. Let's go outside and pee. And then we just had to transition them to the inside. Right. Now, I've had people throw like, uh, Cheerios in the bowl and be like pee on a Cheerio, you know, like we were Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops, family, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. I've heard that works too. But uh, biggest thing to, about potty training is to know that more than likely your kids will end up peeing where they're supposed to pee in the toilet. Don't get discouraged and right. all that because eventually, at yeah, some eventually, point. yeah, they may be twelve. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> yes. And my boys, you know, of course, they pee all over everything in the bathroom. <laughs> they pee on everything but the toilet, apparently. So, and they're fifteen and thirteen. Tyler asks, "What should I get my mom for her birthday?" House shoes. All right, nice. Uh, Iceman Carmen asks, "Hey John, do you itch a scratch or do you scratch an itch?" Hmm. I think you scratch an itch. Absolutely, because itching a scratch is just stupid. Yeah. How do you even do that? I don't know. (laughs) Nicole asks, are green beans still healthy if you add pork products to them? I didn't know you could eat green beans without pork products in them. (laughs) But yes, they are. And whether they're healthy is irrelevant. (laughs) Sure. Well, I mean, they still uh, are. They're green, ain't they? They're low carb and all that. Yeah. Keto friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I eat green beans a lot. I like green beans. (laughs) I do. Uh, Jacqueline asks, why is Canadian Thanksgiving and American Thanksgiving a month apart, but Christmas is the same? Okay, Christmas, we're celebrating the the birth of the Savior, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. All right, people forget 
It's his birthday. <laughs> I mean, probably not technically his birthday. Probably not. Yeah. Probably born a little more summer, springtime. But, but hey, we still wanted to celebrate solstice. Right. And we, we just to, needed to Christianize it. Well, yeah, we had to take it away from the pagans. <laughs> <all right>? Yes. <laughs> so that's why Christmas is the same. Thanksgiving, I guess you guys were either early or late to the party, one or the other. I'm mm-hmm. not sure when your Thanksgiving is. I don't know. Yeah, like Christmas is a worldwide holiday yeah. that has been like, I guess, sanctioned by the Catholic Church sure. for years and years yeah. and years. So that's why. Yeah. And but then yeah, Thanksgiving we just kind of we celebrated different. Yeah, we just came up with that because the Indians kept us from dying. The Native Americans <laughs> yeah. kept us from dying. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, yeah, not, probably not a good move. On not their part. a great idea. Yeah. Turns out, yeah. not the best plan. <laughs> People forget that Native Americans fought a lot too. Like they were, they fought amongst themselves a whole lot. Right, they weren't just super peaceful. Mm-hmm. We love the the Earth type people for the most part. If they could, uh, I mean, it's a good thing that they couldn't all unify together because yeah, then they right. could have kicked, they, they like, kicked us out. <laughs> We'd still be in Europe right now. Yeah. There's the, uh, well, I mean, you'll, you'll hear, you hear the term divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. If you got enemies, you want to get your enemies fighting each other. Yeah. So then you just got to take on the winner. Right. And, well, they're, and they're weak yeah. from already being in a fight. Develop a government policy called Manifest Destiny, which says the Lord intends for you to have all this land out west, too, and get everybody on board with that, and it really works out well for you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Zach asks, does the term sweet Jesus imply the existence of savory Jesus, sour Jesus, spicy Jesus, and bitter Jesus? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a very good question. Uh, I mean, Jesus was a man, all, so I would saying, assume he probably, at times, was sour about something. That's what I say. Jesus was all <laughs> things to all people, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you're saying sweet Jesus, you're going to hell. Everybody knows that. Okay. <laughs> Unless you say it in a loving way. Yeah, like he's a sweet and loving like, Jesus. Like, oh, please, sweet baby Jesus, help me out. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm fixing to murder my children if they don't do what I tell them to do. <laughs> One of the best scenes, totally not a great scene, but in Talladega Nights, he's talking about, like, I first think of my <laughs> baby Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt or whatever. You no, know? In, a, in a Leonard Skinner t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With eagle wings. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really funny scene. <laughs> Russell says, go ask, what is your dream car? Ooh, I don't really, I'm not a car guy, so I don't have a dream car. You know, I'm not a guy that sits around and thinks about what car I'll be driving. Mm-hmm. I mean, I drive a 2005 Toyota Avalon, <laughs> yeah. so you can tell I don't care about cars. <laughs> I, I just say that right out of the gate when you yeah. see me driving. So I don't know. Um, I mean, I would say probably like a uh, Magnum PI Ferrari, mm-hmm. you know, like that style Ferrari. Yeah, I'm not really a car guy either. That said, Tesla Cybertruck. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I right. could drive by John's house and make my car fart. horn fart at him. Okay. <laughs> I'll come out and fart at you. I don't need an <laughs> update to do that. I've been doing it my whole life. <laughs> All right. I guess that'll about do it for this week. But uh, if you have questions for John, you can join our Discord server, mm-hmm. link in the show notes, and you can go to the channel, ask John questions about stuff, and we will ask John those questions, and he will answer them. 100% correctly. That's right. I think we got a book smell this week. Okay. Hey, guys. It's Jacqueline. Um, I loved this uh, last week's episode of Talking Guys with, uh, or sorry, Talking Scouts with John and Tiny. 
Um, I say guides because in Canada it's actually girl guides instead of girl scouts and I was a girl guide for many years and my brother was a boy scout and you're right absolutely they had all the money my brother every year had something called a jamboree I don't know if that's a thing in the states too but it is um, the troops from all over the country would get together and they'd all have these amazing things and girl guides we did do some outside stuff like some compasses and knots and stuff but we had no budget it was done like in a community hall with volunteers but I will say that we did have um, a girl guide leader one time who was a cadet at the local Coast Guard College so she got us all these amazing Amazingly cool trips like to um, they had a planetarium in the Coast Guard College and so we got to do that and they had of course pools and lakes and all kinds of boats and stuff so that was awesome um, Merry Christmas uh, I did send you the little package of stuff but I doubt you got I don't know if you got it or not but uh, anyway look for that if you didn't already get it uh, Christmas Day here in Canada in my part of Canada anyway on the East Coast was actually warmer than Florida Wow! it was 50 degrees Fahrenheit here on the East Coast and it was 40 degrees Fahrenheit in Florida so it was pretty awesome um, so yeah I'm glad to hear you guys are doing better John your voice sounded really bizarre uh, on the show like but more than usual <laughs> you know what I think that's COVID related um but it took me a while to believe it was you. But after people, after a lot of people remember or people forget, <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I figured it was you. Anyways, I uh, hope you guys are having a happy new year. Hope you all feel amazing, and I hope you all stay safe and uh, from the new COVID strain that's out there. Talk to you later. Bye. Did she just say new COVID strain? Yeah, there's a new one. Uh, We're not going to have to do this again, are we? I hope not. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm putting on my mask look, right you, now. <laughs> you get to give it to me this time. Okay. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> look, I don't know what you guys do. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know why I was like hoarse or whatever. Uh-huh. I feel like my voice is better now. Yeah. Uh, but that was one of the more bizarre things. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't from like coughing all the time. I didn't cough hardly any. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I had, it felt like I had, well, we talked about all this. Never we mind. talked about it. I'm yeah. not, I'm just, I'm just stop talking about it right now. <laughs> That's the worst thing ever for somebody to get coronavirus is keep talking about it. But because time. of people forget. That's right. She knew that it she was She knew you. it was me. I was not, it's not an imposter. <laughs> I need to start saying people remember. That needs to be my catchphrase. <laughs> you know, John, people remember <laughs> such and such happened. But people don't remember. That's the whole thing. People forget all the time about stuff. People forget that Notre Dame has been to the college football playoff. How many times? I, they've been to either the BCS or the college football playoff, I think, six times since the year 2000. Maybe Never this is the seventh, and they've lost every time. <laughs> so we need to leave them out. Yes. They, they're like Princeton and Yale, who were powerhouses back in the day. They haven't won a national championship since 1988. And now they're not even in a conference. And they're not in a conference. They've never been in a conference. Uh-huh. They kind of played in a conference this year, the ACC. But the ACC's garbage except for Clemson. Yeah. And they beat Clemson one time without their starting quarterback. And then they played them in the championship game and they got ran. Mm-hmm. And somehow still got in the playoffs. And we ran them too. Now we got to play Ohio State, and Ohio State looked really, really, as Jameis Winston would say, strong. <laughs> really strong. People forget Jameis Winston said that. I got to say, apologies to Maverick, because 
I had like, I had no respect for Ohio State because they didn't play a full right. schedule. That's one of the reasons why they look strong. Wouldn't it be great, Tiny, if Alabama could have not played Tennessee and we still had Jalen Waddle? Wouldn't <laughs> yeah. that be great? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, but no, we played all our games. <laughs> so we had people get hurt and everything. All that said, they did look they good. They looked super good. <laughs> they looked so strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their quarterback took a lick, and they came back and threw, uh, which, by the way, Kirby Smart was like, he had Justin Fields at Georgia and mm-hmm. chose Jake Fromm over him. So Justin Fields went to Ohio State. Every Georgia fan in the world would who watched that game last night has to be like, we have to fire our coach. <laughs> you know, like, we got to fire him. He's an idiot. Well, so, I mean, Georgia has, I mean, they've done good for the East. They've done, yeah. Oh, I mean, Georgia also haven't won a national championship since 1980. <laughs> okay. Yeah. With Herschel Walker, the greatest running back of all time, either him or Bo. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, anyways, Ohio State, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm worried. Now, I'm glad we beat Notre Dame. That's really, I told Dieter before the game, which, of course, she didn't watch it with me because she doesn't care. <laughs> right. That I don't care what happens as long as we beat Notre Dame as much as possible. And we, we could We could have scored 70 points on Notre Dame, but we quit. I, I don't know why. Because Saban's nice. <laughs> you know, like, for some reason. He's nice, but he got a flag thrown on him. <laughs> for yelling, <laughs> for yelling at, his, at old his old players. players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, guys, uh, that was, was pretty like, much normal. I was like, you can't do that. Can, can you do that? <laughs> yeah, right. I've seen him break headsets before. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, he yells at his players all game long. And That's why we go to the call of the playoff nearly every year. <laughs> Yeah, are you guys not used to that? But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Ohio State may beat us by like a hundred points, and I don't think it'll be by no hundred points. No, I don't know either. But, but uh, I, I, I gotta say, I like Alabama's chances. Oh, me too. That said, yeah. it's it's a toss up because they did look good. Coming from the Dubos and Shula days, people forget that <laughs> Alabama <laughs> was not good. <laughs> It is so nice to go and play every game and have just the chance to win, you know? Right. Because we were playing games back then, and you'd be like, that ain't no way we're going to win this game. They're going to beat us <laughs> by, like, 70. <laughs> yeah. So it's so nice. Of course, a lot of those problems were created because we got caught cheating, and they took a lot of our scholarships away. Yeah. So we don't get caught cheating anymore. Save is too good at it. And that's talking sports with John and Tiny. We can do a uh, national championship game preview next episode because it's Monday night next month or oh, the eleventh. Right, yeah. So Monday after next. Yeah, I bet uh, our listeners would love that. Oh, they some know, of them would. They love football. Some of them right? would love it. Yeah, you know, we jinxed it last time with the asparagus, so we may not want to <laughs> talk about well, it. Well, one thing we definitely cannot do is resort to the dark arts right. of asparagomancy <laughs> to try to figure out what's going to happen. This is totally off subject, and I know you have stuff to do, but uh, Alabama got oh. curb stomped last <laughs> I know, year. I know. Oh my goodness! Nobody thought that was going to happen. Even now, I'm not saying Alabama was definitely going to win. Right. I didn't think they were going to get curb stomped no, like that. No, My they beat us goodness. like a redheaded stepchild. Ouch. Yeah, that hurt. They beat us every bit as bad as the Buckeyes beat them yeah. yesterday. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't think Ohio State was going to stop scoring. You know, they just, <laughs> yes. like, that guy was throwing like 60 yard bombs on point. I, I, mean, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So our defense hadn't been that great either all year long. They like to talk about how we hadn't allowed, you know, over 14 points since the 
fourth week or whatever mm-hmm. since Ole Miss scored like 800 points on us. <laughs> yes. But, uh, and we still managed to beat them somehow. Yeah, right. We just outscored them. Yeah. But uh, our defense is – I haven't been impressed by it all year long. So We'll see. We'll see. Well, one thing that we cannot do before we end this show is we need to thank our patrons. That's right. We thank you all so much, and we want to specifically by name mention those who donate at the 10 or above tier, and they are Mr. J.D. Westfall, Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Thomas Williams, The Dapper Man, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Tyler Bond, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Chris Tipton, Ms. Jacqueline B., and <laughs> Mr. Michael Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. Okay. Thank you all so much. Yeah. We do appreciate it. And if you're not a member of the patron, mm-hmm. Patreon, uh, join up. It's a lot of fun. You can go to uh, www.patreon.com slash earthoddity. We got several tiers there, but the $5 one is the one that gets you an extended show right. every single week. Yep. Except one time. Yeah, <laughs> we've only missed once. We've only missed. We once. had COVID. Yeah, we owe you. Yes, we'll we'll get it. We'll get it at some point. Maybe we'll do an extra long one sometime. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also every single month you get an exclusive patrons only show. Yeah, so sign up. Sign up. I mean, best deal in podcast. Yeah, what the five bucks? I mean, come on. Yeah, that's like uh, just lay off a of Starbucks. Once yeah, you a week. can't you can't even get a once lot. a month. You can't even get a lottie at Star Crooks for that much. <laughs> <laughs> it is the new year. That's right. And we have officially moved to oh. acast.com for our podcast hosting. Now, hopefully that hasn't affected anybody, but we if if you're not on that new feed now, then you're either hearing us through the Fringe Radio Network or you're not hearing us at all. Okay. Uh, but I would like to say that over the holidays, as I was home all alone, all by myself, I have our entire back catalog uploaded wow. to our new feed. So now there's no reason not to be on that new feed. All of our old shows are on there. All of our Patreon content, if you're a patron, is uploaded. Everything's there. So nice. Nice. Yeah. Good job. Good Thank job, Tony. <laughs> Glad I gave you COVID so you could get that done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Credit to me for giving Tiny COVID so he could get everything moved over the holidays. People forget. People forget that I'm a super spreader. <laughs> I guess that about do it for the free show. What do we got coming up in the extended show? Um, I got a show or a story here a about a Mississippi lady. Okay. Yeah. Mississippi Queen. Oh, you got Mississippi lady. I got Florida man. There we go. So <laughs> that's a powerhouse Southern combo. Absolutely. <laughs> that being said, I guess that'll do it. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast. We thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, we're on them all. That's right. If you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Underscore at underscore. <laughs> it is at underscore Earth Oddity. We also have some show art. That's right. That's underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yep. We have a pop in Discord channel. Yeah, it really or is. Or Discord server. 
I mean, it, sometimes I go and there'll be like 45 messages to read, and I'm <laughs> yes. just like, nah, I can't do it. If you don't have any friends, you will make friends in our <laughs> That's server. right, yeah. So you should join. Yeah, right. That's and, perfect. And we've also got a phone number. What's that phone number? It is 662-493-2059. That is 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.